Sedano and LZ with you here on 710 ESPN. Thanks to Key for joining us. Our buddy Clint Yates will join us in about 20 minutes. So, I thought Halloween was canceled. LZ, wasn't that the deal? Isn't Halloween supposed to be canceled? It's, it's a germy holiday. It's very germy. I would have thought it was canceled as well. Why do you right. ask? Uh, well, I ask because my what? wife, and she's not the only one in my neighborhood, has put out Halloween stuff. I thought like, you said she's not your only wife. I was going to be like, well, you want to say that on air? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you clarified that. What was the name of that show on HBO? What was that show? Sister Wives or something like that? No, no. God, what was the name of that show? I'll, I'll remember in a second. Maybe someone can call in and remind right. me. Um, but the guy, it was a guy who was like a polygamist or whatever on HBO. There was a show. I don't remember the name. Anyway. Yeah, so she's got Halloween stuff. And I'm like, what are we doing with the Halloween stuff? And she's like, well, it's Halloween. And I'm like, but... <laughs> There's no trick-or-treating. Like, Halloween is canceled. She's like, yeah, but it's still, it's fine. I'm like, no! Like, what's the whole point of this? Like, the whole point is you put out Halloween stuff because it's going to be Halloween, and if Halloween's canceled, then there's no reason to put Halloween stuff out. Uh, I don't yeah? know. Like, no? I You're still okay decorating? Well, here's the thing. I saw some stuff today, and I was like, oh, that'd be great. But I didn't want to entice people to come. Because to your point, Halloween's canceled. We're very germy right, right. now. Yeah, I don't feel like having but, to wear my mask 7,000 times to open my door. But there's nothing wrong with still decorating for the holiday just because yeah, you're I celebrating guess. it by yourselves. You got kids, George. You're not going go tr to trick-or-treat with your kids? It's spooky season. I'm, I, I'm just going to give them candy. Like, but here, you're not going to make them ring the doorbell out front? Out, outside my house? Yes. I, I don't know. I hadn't really thought about it. I hadn't thought this through yet. There you go. Are, are you going to decorate for Christmas outside your house? Uh, Christmas is different, though. We have presents. Why? 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 No, no. Outside. Stuff. Outside. Do you decorate outside your house? Uh, no. We. I mean, we like have put up lights it, and all that kind of stuff. We put up. Well, actually, she has put up lights. A few, like lights on, like the porch or whatever. Yeah. I guess. Why is it different? I'm gonna need you to I be feel more like that's festive, more George. George yeah, needs to be more festive. I feel like I'm that's Jewish more and I feel the same. And because we're giving away gifts, like Christmas isn't canceled, like Halloween is canceled. Christmas is inside. inside but it's not canceled. Family. Like it's the mayor didn't, didn't come out and say that Christmas is canceled. It doesn't mean you can't the, decorate. I don't know. That feels weird. We're and Big Love, by the way. Oh, Big Love is the name of the show. Thank you. Yes. 877-710-ESPN. Should you decorate even though Halloween is canceled, according to the mayor? Uh, all right, Clayton Kershaw today, LZ. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I'm comfortable with Clayton Kershaw. You and I, over the years, have had a lot of conversations about Clayton Kershaw, right? Yes. I have, I have been a staunch defender of Clayton Kershaw, okay? Even more so after this stinking cheating Astros did what they did to him and didn't swing at any of the 54 sliders or whatever he threw, okay? Mm -hmm. But... Astros aside, his last two starts of the postseason have not been great. He's given up a combined 10 runs in those two starts, if I recall correctly. Uh, that dates back to 2018, and the, his last great start in the postseason was in the NLCS against Milwaukee, I may add. What is your level of concern, or how confident are you about Clayton Kershaw right now? I think Clayton is going to be just fine. He had a great season. Um, as many hiccups and restarts as this year's had, he's been consistent. He's been right there. His ERA was fantastic. And 
I know, I know, I know, I know about some of his shortcomings in the postseason. I know this. But I also feel as if now is the time for him to once and for all exercise all those demons and it starts right here, right now with his renewed purpose God, so. and renewed so. focus. It's time, I so. man. I, let me tell you something. This is his A-Rod gear. There is, you know what? I was, I was ex- say that I was. Ex- my God, you read my mind. That's exactly what I was going to say. I hope that this is his 2009 A Rod year, because God, he deserves it, man. Like he has been so bleeping good for this organization, and he gets absolutely annihilated by everyone this time of year if he has just one bad start. Now, again, now the problem is he's getting older, right? So that changes the dynamics some, too. He doesn't have the stuff he once had, even though his velocity has increased from last year to this year. Last year, he had to kind of learn to pitch uh, again in a different way because he had lost so much velocity. He's gained some of it back, which is nice to see. But, man, like, I, I, I root for him almost as much as any athlete in sports right now because I want him to get that burden off of his back. Yeah, I don't want him in the cafeteria with all the greats, right? And they're sitting around talking about when they pitched and who they faced. and Right. Everyone's, you know, touching and playing with their rings at the, t- at the table as they have this exchange, except for Kershaw. He's busy looking at everyone else's ring. So I want him to be able to sit comfortably with Smoltzy, who hates the, le- who hates the Dodgers. I want him to sit comfortably <laughs> with all the greats. I want him to be able to look at, you know – at the mad bum and just say, hey, I got my ring and I didn't have to be stupid to get it. Like, I wanted him to be able to, like, just walk around comfortably without having to say that he's all good with his career, but actually have his career be all good. Mm-hmm. There are certain athletes, and you know this, George, who tell you that they're all good with the way their career kind of panned out without the chip. I mean, you can tell from the inflection in their voice it that it's not all good. Yeah, it, it hurts. hurts. It, it hurts. hurts. It, it hurts. hurts. I don't want him to hurt anymore. Yeah. Uh, listen, I-, I grew up watching two of them, okay? Don Mattingly and Dan Marino. Like, I watched those guys. Those guys are Hall of Fame. Like, Mattingly, before the back injury, was absolutely a surefire Hall of Famer. Like, surefire Hall of Famer. And clearly Marino was. And it... it- when it doesn't happen, our boy Barkley, like we're friends with Charles Barkley. You know what I mean? Like, man, that stuff hurts, man. When, when Shaq goes in and talks about the rings and how you're supposed to talk about a champion, you don't know when Shaq goes there, man, you can't tell me that I don't cut to the white meat. You can't tell me it doesn't cut to the, of course he, he, it does. he laughs, but it hurts a little bit for it sure. It hurts, man. Yeah. It hurts. I remember, you know, because you know, I love tennis. I remember when Roger Federer didn't win, hadn't won the French Open. And it was the one major he didn't win yet. Yeah. And he finally broke through. Right. And he cried. And, yeah. and, and like, like he was like his very first one because he knew that if he hadn't accomplished that goal, the Yale butts were coming to his career. And yeah. no all-time great wants yeah. a Yale butt. Kershaw doesn't Nadal. deserve one. <laughs> I, though Rafa's my guy, you know that. Yeah. Um, yeah it, no, I'm with you. Listen. When I, you know, I grew up watching. When I first started watching tennis, not to go too far off the deep end here, um, I, I I loved Yvonne Lendl. Like when Boris Becker won Wimbledon at 17 years old, I was mad 
because Yvonne Lindell <laughs> still hadn't won Wimbledon. You know what I mean? And he never won Wimbledon. And it drove me insane because he dominated all the other other uh, surfaces. But he couldn't win on grass. And yet, So I'm with you. Like I, and no Clayton, one wants to yell butt. Yeah, nobody wants that. And I don't want that for Clayton Kershaw. I don't. Oh. I want him to win. Bergman, you are the biggest Dodger fan I know. How comfortable are you right now with Clayton Kershaw? I'm comfortable with Clayton Kershaw. I, he, like LZ said, he's had a great year this year. It's been a, kind of like a rejuvenating year for him. His velocity's up. I'm very, I'm very comfortable with him on the mound okay. tonight. Okay. I feel good. If you feel good, I feel good. You have calmed me down a little bit. Good. Uh, LZ, has he calmed you at all? Because Greg is not usually a calming influence. No, listen, I was good with, with Kershaw. I thought it was going to be one, two, bam, and done. So right. far, I'm still, you know, on path with that. Now, if something unfortunate happens, then I'm going to yell at Greg. Okay. That, yes. that, you know what? That but is that's a perfect just normal. solution. Yeah. That's nothing new. That is a perfect that's solution. True. That's true. Yeah. 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 By the way, we are off today at 645. At 630, we're going to do our picks against the spread. What does that mean? That means we're going to do our confidence vote. How do we play that game? It's very simple. We have five games. We're going to pick the Rams, Raiders, Chargers every week, and then we're going to select two extra games. And we're going to pick against the spread, and we're going to sign a confidence vote to it. Since there's five games, the game we are most confident against the spread, we'll give it a five. The game we're least confident in, we give it a one. What we're going to start doing is every week, we're going to let one of you play with us. And if you win, Greg, if they beat us, is that how it works? So no matter what, if you if you play with us, you're going to win a Corona cooler to go. Oh, along just with to, it. oh, if you even if you play, you're going to just get for the playing, okay. just for playing. But if you win, if you get the most points, you come back next week to play us again. Oh, OK. But then how does uh, how do we give away the next Corona cooler? Then another caller comes on that for there's still be two callers that week. Oh, OK. We're gonna give away a cooler on a cooler every week to, again okay. in picks against. And how big is this cooler? It's a it's a pretty good size. It's a it's a good two hundred dollar value too. Oh, it's a oh it's so it's like a fancy cooler. Yeah, this is nothing. We're not just giving away nothing here. This is real. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Um, is there like a age limit or can anyone participate? You must be. Well, actually, no. It's just a cooler. Yeah, it's not like alcohol related. No. So like. No. So like my mama can call or my son can call in and win. Nah, I mean, you guys, that's family. I don't think they can be related to us. <laughs> yeah, I don't they think can? they can be related to us. Hold, hold on one second. I mean, it could be like your third cousin, you know? Hold on. I mean, oh, they, they, they could just the call phone. and say. Uh, hang, hang up the phone. Yeah, they're not going to let you in. Yeah, no, no. They got some rules or something. Sorry, what did you guys say? Just say, just say, just say it's like it's just Jane. Jane. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's going to believe my mama name is Jane. <laughs> well, baby, it's not supposed to be that. your mom. What is exactly. your mom's name? I only know her as Mama Granderson. That's all you need. That's okay. all you need, Mama Granderson. Oh, you don't, you don't, I her don't first, even know her. Her first name, name is Alma. So I, I do have, I have a good chunk of friends who I've known, you know, 30, 40 years, whatever, who call her Miss Alma. Right. And then I have friends like you guys who call her Mama Granderson. Right. You know, she, so she, she goes by both. I think the, the more you get to know her, the more you can use her first name. Right. But only if you follow first by Miss. I love yes. Mama Granderson makes me laugh all the time. Uh, anytime I've had any interactions with her, she she uh, <laughs> she makes me laugh. She does. I feel like we need to make her a part of this show at some point. Let, let me tell you guys something. My mom, you know, has diabetes, and so I stay on top of her in terms of her diet and things like that. The other day, I brought home some maple bacon, and she told me that she couldn't eat the maple bacon because it was too sweet. 
And this is a woman, mind you, who eats macaroons and cookies and sneaks all kinds of candy into her bedroom and thinks I don't know what's going on all the time. But she's drawing the line on maple bacon. That is outside of her diet. She cracks me up. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, Greg wants us to break, of course. Always Again. bossy. Such this is fun, person. but we got to break. Oh, that's that's middle management one-on-one. Offer a compliment first before hitting them with the criticism. Yeah, I'm learning. I'm learning. Yeah. I mean, for the love, man. I mean, you know, we're, we're having fun, and Greg wants us to break. Fine. All right. All right. We'll be back in three minutes. Ooh, I like that. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. You like that, LZ? I'm, I'm feeling this. I'm feeling this. Oh, yeah. I got me. You got me moving my shoulders. I'm like, mm, 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 mm. I'm shocked that we were able to get something like this on the radio. <laughs> Why's that? Well, you know, Laura's usually the one with the ear. Oh, you say Curtis doesn't have an ear? Curtis, I feel like that's a direct shot at you. No, I, well, for me, it's like when I'm filling in on another show, I try and use the stuff they have because, like, you know, that's that's your guys' floor or whatever, and I just kind of click what's here. Okay. just happened to be so, one of them. All right, so Laura is in the house. Okay, all righty, I got it. And it wasn't a shot at you. I don't know why you guys are always making it brother against brother. Why can't you just let me live? <laughs> all right, Kyrie. It's the media's fault. <laughs> it's the media's fault. It is. I am the media, and I did actually do that. So it actually, in this case, it actually is the media's fault. Just let me live, George. Just let me live. The art of basketball or whatever. Just focus on the art. <laughs> it's just a game. Just a game. Kyrie so crazy, bad. man. He's crazy. Uh, Sedano and LZ with you. Uh, Clinton Yates, our buddy's going to stop by in a few minutes. Um, we'll talk to him for a while about what's going on in the NBA Finals. Uh, but, LZ, let's get back to the NBA Finals here real quick. So, you know, Key and, we asked Key about it at the end. It, this Lakers defense, you and I talked about this off the air earlier today. It really is incredible. And, and I'm trying to think, like, you know, how good this defense is in regards to other Laker teams, right? Like, it is really, really impressive, like, what these guys have done. Because I think that if you look at it, right, Anthony Davis on his own, just being an extraterrestrial that he is, and this athletic phenom with this long arms. You know, for as great as the Lakers have been historically, you know, and I'm not trying to knock anyone, okay? I don't think, like, you know, I love Michael Cooper, right? One of the greatest defenders this franchise has ever had. I don't think anyone's ever been as good as this dude. You know what I mean? No. No, because Michael Cooper, as great as he as he is, couldn't have guarded one through five. And it's not that you want Anthony Davis out there guarding Jamal Murray or, or, or you know, Harden or even Westbrook, you know, switches for the entire game. But the simple fact that there are switches that happen and the Lakers didn't feel it necessary to double team should let you know how right. they feel about AD and his perimeter defense. And we know mm-hmm. what he can do in terms of rim protection. So I'm with you. I don't think that 
this franchise, let alone any many franchises, have had any sort of defender close to what Anthony Davis has. But, you know, George, when you look at the roster, period, LeBron finished second once in Defensive Player of the Year voting, multiple all-defensive teams. AD finished second this year. Dwight Howard's won in three times this year. Rajon Rondo's been all-defense. Danny Green's been all-defense. I mean, should we be surprised? Avery Bradley, Kyrie Irving, speaking of Kyrie, said Avery Bradley guarded him better than anyone who's ever faced him. Mm-hmm. So when you think about the number of players on this team defensively who have credentials defensively, we shouldn't be surprised at all that the Lakers' defense is as good as it is. You would have to go back. I'm looking it up here. The greatest Lakers defense, you know, considered the greatest Lakers defense, was actually in Minneapolis with George Mikan and those guys. <laughs> you have, like, 51-52. Like, it was insane what they were doing defensively. They were holding teams to, like, 87 points per 100 possessions or something crazy like that. Because that's the way to extrapolate it, right? It's not per game. Because, obviously, back then, the game was played differently. But you play it right. per possession. And that, that at least gives you a better footing on making it as – close to even as possible, right? Um, But you'd have to go back that far to find the greatest Laker defense in history. Um, This one, man, it really does stack up, though, against some of the the ones that I – in more recent memory, right? Yeah, absolutely. And and I think because of the rule changes in terms of physical contact and just the skill set, particularly of big men, I would argue that the Lakers' defense is better because who they have to face is just a better athlete and a better player. Sure, of course. Bigger, stronger, faster. It always happens. And more skilled. All the old old heads hate that stuff, right? When we say that, uh, like, an average team in today's NBA would probably beat a team from the 70s or, you know, the 60s, right? Like, And those old heads get mad when you say that, but – to your point, the nutrition's better, the athleticism is better, the training is better, all of it. And I, I got myself caught up in a conversation in a barbershop, I think this was last year some, at some point, and somebody was trying to say that if, you know, LeBron was playing like in the 90s or whatever, that like Charles Oakley would lock him up. And I just oh, started laughing Get to here. the point in which I had Get tears in my out eyes. Of here. I was like, do you have any idea how fast and skilled LeBron James is? Because his argument, of course, was that Charles was just as big and strong. And a bully, right. And a bully. And I was like going, sure, if he could touch LeBron, I'm sure he would lay some wood on him. But he's never going to be able to touch him. LeBron is always going to blow by him. Always. Yeah. Yeah. But to your – yeah, it's just crazy to me. But it really is, man, an exceptional defense because even the guys beyond AD, right, to your point – you look at guys like KCP, um, and look, I know people are, are up and down on KCP, right, like because of his offense, but you can't, you can't knock him for his defense, that's for sure. No, Car- no. Caruso has the, has the fourth in the regular season, Greg and I talked about this, he had the fourth best defensive real plus minus in the NBA, <laughs> Alex Caruso. <laughs> you know, Danny Green, I know people, you know, have been up and down on him, uh, but again, that's the offense, you're – you're rarely knocking him for his defense. Danny Green, even today, at this stage of his career, and he's old, okay, he's not young anymore. Danny Green, I think, LZ, is arguably the greatest transition defender that I've seen in this generation. Like, you know how many times dudes are in transition and Danny Green is running back and either stops the ball 
or deters the guy from the basket enough where somebody can come and help him, or he slaps the ball away off the guy. Like, you know how many yep. times I've seen that throughout his career? Like, and he's still doing stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, because when you're, when you're still able to have all the smarts and physically able to do what your brain knows what needs to be done, mm-hmm. you're in a sweet spot. Why LeBron James is considered a GOAT or the GOAT, depending upon where you are in this argument, yeah. it's because his sweet spot has lasted like over 10 years. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, for sure. Like usually your sweet spot's like a couple seasons, maybe three if you're a great, maybe right. five. Right. 10 years. Yeah. His brain and body have been like at the peak. Yeah. Uh, hey, we're not going to actually break. Elsie's got to tell you about Vitamin Shop. Karen's got to do traffic. And then on the other side of traffic, Clinton's going to join us, and we're going to te- keep talking about the NBA Finals, and we'll talk about uh, the Dodgers and the Brewers. So we're not going to take a break. But, LZ, tell them about Vitamin Shop real quick. Absolutely, because, listen, man, they've heard it all before, George. We're stronger together. But with Body Tech Sports Nutrition as your training partner, you got actual tools to push your limits, recover, and come back even harder. Explore bodytech.com slash ESPN to find the right products for you. All powered by Leveled Up Taste technology. You know taste is important. Listen, our huge selection of pre-workouts, aminos, BCAAs, protein, and more, they're all independently tested for quality and potency and backed by a quality promise and engineered to deliver results Sorry, to help you activate your best body no matter what level you're at. Trust, I got some of these products in my fridge, in my gym right now. We're talking about rocket fuel for your goals, yo. Ready to work this out? Then let's do this. Good news, they're even on Instacart. You can get your Body Tech Essentials delivered in as little as one hour. So find the Body Tech Nutrition exclusively at vitaminshop.com or the Vitamin Shop store near you and learn more at bodytech.com slash ESPN. The Body Tech brand, no, no limits. All right, let's talk to our girl Karen Kay before we hear from Clinton. What's up, KK? So much, you guys. We're going to Sherman Oaks again. Busy Thursday night, 405 northbound before Ventura Boulevard. This is a singular crash block in the carpool. Two left lanes, traffic jam from Santa Monica Boulevard. This report sponsored by plan.lavote.net. Every registered voter in Los Angeles County will be sent a a vote-by-mail ballot to ensure you a safe voting option. Visit plan.lavote.net to register or to check your registration status so you can organize your plan to vote. Let's get every vote in. I'm Karen K. 710 ESPN. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. So, thank you, Karen. All right, let's get our guy Clinton on here. When you guys uh, have a second, let uh, I want to talk to him about what we've got going on, man. But 
Whew. Uh, look, I, I feel like it's it's going to be – we're in a situation, LZ, where this thing's going to be a, a wrap pretty soon <laughs> with this series. <laughs> so I, I, I do feel – and look, man, I'm, I'm not trying to – you know, we talked about it with Key, right? Like, I, I'm not trying to, to knock the Heat's hustle. They – they they balled right like and you know they met up against a better team and now they're hurt and now this thing is just a formality it feels like we're you know we're gonna be talking about parades here pretty soon and Clinton is now with us uh, Clinton do you have that sense too like hey man it's been a cool run for the Heat they're way ahead of schedule um, but with these injuries now there's barely even a chance I don't even know if they can win a game anymore yeah I'm I'm on the same page quickly though I want to address two things number one. The reason why Oakley wouldn't have been able to keep up with LeBron is not because of the speed. It's because if LeBron ever actually punched somebody back in those days, he would have ended their faces, never mind their careers. <laughs> People forget about that action. He's not yeah, just he's true. fast. He never hauls off and hits anybody because he's huge, and if he did that, it would be not good. Second thing, Halloween is not canceled. If we're going to wear masks all daggone summer, we're certainly going to wear them for fun. That is to be said. Now, he can't win anything without those two guys. I mean, it sucks. You know what I'm saying? Like right. it's 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 really unfortunate too because I feel like a lot of people were legitimately geared up for this. You know, people were picking the Heat, names that people respect on their streets and in their grocery stores. Thought that the Heat could win this, and now it looks like not only was that not possible from a basketball standpoint, but from a roster add-up standpoint, it's not going to happen either because too many guys are hurt. It's just a bummer overall. Yeah, I wasn't one of those that thought this was going to be a series to begin with. Well. I'm take that back. I thought individual games would be intense, but I picked the Lakers to win in five, um, because I just thought that the Lakers were just too big and too good. There just- was there was part of me, George, that felt like because of the fact that the Heat had just been so good in the bubble that you had to give them the so-called puncher's chance. I mean, there was no way that they were right. going to get embarrassed, but they came out and got embarrassed, and then a couple guys got hurt, and it was like, oh, my bad, Braun. You know, like, sorry, man. You know what I'm saying? Don't come over here and say nothing to me. That's my fault. You know, because I mean, they, look, they look great. Clinton, I mean, if you even look at the play where Bam re-injured his shoulder, he actually initiated a contact against Dwight Howard. He's the one that leaned in. And he ended up getting hurt from doing it. Dwight yeah. is so well, subtly Well, he, he doing was it. hurt previously from the previous I mean, that's what I'm series. saying. He yeah, was previously yeah. hurt, but he leaned yeah. in to Dwight. Dwight didn't hit him. No. Dwight's had a good little situation, too. I got to give some credit to Vogel for carrying over that start from Dwight from the last series to this series. You know how sometimes you'd be like, oh, a guy pressed the button, but then you don't really know if it's going to adapt to the next series. In this case, you think long-term plan on why you have a Dwight Howard – Oh, right. He started in the finals before. His composure is going to be there. And even through all of the other stuff that you might think about what Howard may or may not have contributed or did in between all those things, he's still a guy that's been there. And when it comes to the NBA finals, that experience matters. And I think it showed a little bit. His box score wasn't great. I was listening to Sleewa talk about this last night because I was agreeing with him. His box score wasn't crazy. But when Howard was on the floor, you were like, oh, okay. This dude is an impact player right now. And it was really hard for the Heat to deal with. So I think he's had a good couple weeks um Dwight has and this has all come together really well for him is Anthony Davis and the answer could be no and if it's no then when is the question uh is Anthony Davis ready to be the best player on this team Anthony Davis is the best player on this team he's just not the leader of the team which is a distinction that I don't think is a big problem necessarily if I'm Vogel you know skill set wise in terms of matchup problems in terms of, I'm just going to say it right now, clutch ability as evidenced in the Nuggets series, who are you going to tell me is a better player? I mean, LeBron plays a certain type of way, like almost to the case that you kind of have to 
not want to say make him an outlier, but like the reason he's allowed to play that way is because you have a guy like AD steady in your offense, never mind your defense. So for me, he is the best player on the team. That doesn't necessarily make him the leader or even always the catalyst, but he's absolutely the best basketball player. That's just obvious to me from the skill set and how he's applied it so far in the playoffs. Kyrie, I didn't know you had this number. How you been, man? You and James going to be all right? What is that supposed to mean? No, hold on, hold on. LeBron James is the best player in the history of the NBA as far as I'm concerned. Let's just get that out there. I'm saying right now on this team – in this series and in this bubble, yeah, AD's the best player. And I don't think that that's something that LeBron has to look at as some kind of an insult. The whole reason why he wanted the dude, the whole reason they moved heaven and earth and all other tectonic plates to get them was because he was that good. Why be upset about it now when he's out there throwing up daggers that are going to change series as well as nominating other people in the post and from the outside? I wouldn't be mad about that at all if I was LeBron Raymond James, no matter what LZ tries to start up. I didn't try to start nothing. It's brother to brother. Why you just can't let people live? <laughs> no, no, For those, the thing, the thing is, I respect you so much that I would actually entertain your rationale for saying that Anthony Davis is the best player. There's not a lot of people that can even get me to entertain that. And after I spent a couple seconds entertaining it, I thought, yeah, you're still wrong. But I can see why you're wrong. You know, I can understand right. why you're wrong. But leadership can't be quantified. And it absolutely needs to be part of the equation mm-hmm. when it comes to best player. Okay, because I mean, I, when I, you I have you. because AD has been a freak of nature almost as long as he's been in the league, and yet he's never had a fifty game, a fifty win season until he met LeBron James. That stands for something. LeBron James <laughs> took Booby Gibson to the damn finals. Meanwhile, <laughs> Anthony Davis is trying to figure out how to make sure that team can be five hundred. That, that that means something. By the way, Booby Gibson scored 19 points in a fourth quarter in one of those in one of those playoff that, games. That is such a Sedano stat right there. Uh, that is the four, one. 19 points in a fourth yeah. quarter in the Eastern Conference <laughs> Finals, Booby Gibson. Let me say this quickly though, LZ, to your point. You might be right about what the element is of leadership towards getting AD great right now, but my point is this. Part of LeBron's overall oeuvre is his ability to do things like this. Get great production out of guys who necessarily were not going to be that guy that adds to LeBron for me on the long term the fact that he's made AD better right now if that makes sense yeah 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 I'm I'm, I'm with you listen if the argument is is AD the best player in the NBA or is it LeBron that's a great argument to be having if you're a it Laker is. fan it is yeah. It is. Um, I like that. <laughs> the Kyrie stuff is interesting for those that don't know um, basically Kyrie went uh or was on the boardroom podcast right and he he was asked the question about you know who takes the last shot him or kevin durant and then i'm paraphrasing he said something to the effect of you know i always feel like i'm the best guy to take that last shot and now for the first time i'm playing with a mother bleeper that i think can take that last shot and so that that's out there in the atmosphere right (laughs) lebron and ad are asked the question or lebron's asked the question about why uh what's his relationship like with ad and why does it work so well and he starts by saying we're not jealous of each other and he goes on and on and on about not being jealous of each other and then Kyrie goes out on instagram and posts out a video as he's walking in brooklyn or something and saying about how why do we got to put pit brother versus brother and it's just a game and if i gotta call someone out i'll call them out by name and it's just the silliness is crazy Uh, But what do you make of just all of that? Let me explain what's going on here. When two people are together in a high-profile situation, 
and one of them leaves the other in a very ceremonious and loud way and then proceeds to find another partner in a very ceremonious and loud way. And the other, who initially was just chilling, goes and moves along with themselves. And then the person who left realizes that they don't necessarily like the other thing that they went to that much. And so they've got to spend a lot of time talking about it in one way or another. That's what's going on right here. Kyrie does not love the fact that LeBron James is skating through the finals. You know what I'm saying? And so as a result, he's got to throw up dust on the other side of the country with a team that nobody cares about. That's really all that's going on here. I understand this. I don't even have a problem with it. He's getting tight because LeBron's on his TV while he's sitting at home. But check this out, dog. Say something. But check this out, man. Check this out. Kyrie's been in the league like what, ten years? Okay. Literally, LeBron James has been in the finals every year since he's been in the league, except for one. Well, maybe Kyrie should have thought about that before he decided to jettison himself from the LeBron James plan. Correct. That's the whole point here. Yeah. Like not the postseason every year. Every year, Kyrie, and I'm going to say it again for the people in the back. All but one of, of, of Kyrie Irving's seasons in professional basketball, LeBron James has been in the finals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the finals. He shouldn't be saying anything about LBJ, but thank you. One person is acutely <laughs> aware of that more than anybody else on earth, and that's Kyrie Irving. Okay? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And that's why he's out here trying to make sure that people are paying attention to other stuff because he thought he knew how to get there without LeBron. Turns out, not the case. Man, they All threw right? a party in Massachusetts when he left. <laughs> hey, Clint, can you I'm stick around saying. to talk Dodgers real quick? Yes, I can do that. Okay, stick around. We're going we're gonna to talk Dodgers with you on the other side because we got Mac coming up from the LAFC. And don't forget, we got our picks against the spread. We're going to invite one of you guys to play against me, LZ, and Greg. We're going to do that every single week. Uh, so come by and hang out with us. That'll be at 6.30. The person who is selected to play with us will win a, two, a cooler, a Corona cooler. Is it Corona, Greg? I want to make sure I get that right. Greg? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Corona cooler. Corona. And it is a value of $200. Okay. So uh, we're going to be doing that every single week during the football season, which is going to be pretty awesome. So you'll get a chance to participate with that. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Need to know here on Sedano and LZ, Clinton Yates hanging out with us. Of course, you can follow him on Twitter, at Clinton Yates. Just a quick update on what's going on in Major League Baseball right now. The Cardinals lead the Padres 4-2 in the top of the fifth. Uh, the Braves eliminated the Reds 5-0. The Athletics did the same to the White Sox uh, 6-4. Marlins Cubs postponed. And, of course, we will take you right till 645 where our coverage of Brewers Dodgers is going on tonight here on this very station. Uh, but the big news in the world of sports today is the hiring of Doc Rivers. LZ Granderson, what do you think of the fit? Uh, the fit. I think in Philadelphia, it, I should I think add. He's a, the Sixers, yes. I believe it is not a good fit right now. 
Um, I think the roster needs to be adjusted mm-hmm. because no what shooting. Doc doesn't need to do is have to manage personalities in addition to X's and O's in terms of trying to convince all-star players to play hard every night. So <laughs> I, 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 I would have much rather he had been in a situation where all he needed to do was coach guys who wanted to win, but now he's got to coach guys who wants to win and convince the best players that they should want to be coached to win. Clinton? It's a lot. Yeah, that I, people talked about whether or not that job was better than Indiana. People were like, well, obviously, it's the Sixers, yada, yada, two people. I'm like, ah, no, for that exact reason. Don't know about coaching guys who don't exactly know what they want to do rather than coaching a lesser market, if you will, team with motivated players. That's personal opinion, but good luck and hope he does well there. Yeah, I, I, there's a lot of layers to this, man. I, You know, him and Embiid, uh, excuse me, Embiid and Simmons don't get along all that well. He's already dealt with that with Blake and CP and DeAndre and that nonsense. Like, that's just an right. extra act, added layer if of you, stuff. If you only to had to with. keep one, who do you keep, Embiid or Simmons? Embiid. Yeah. Yeah. He's a big man. I just think that his skill set once at the top of his – ceiling is just a different level of replaceable, if at all, than Simmons is. We haven't even seen what the best Simmons is. The guy won't shoot threes. I'm never going to get over that. Okay? <laughs> sorry. You are completely limiting your game on purpose. I'm sorry. That does not make you an excellent player. I can't, I yeah. can't accept that. I just can't. He, he's a very good player, but it, until he at least take – just take him. You know what I mean? Just take him. Let people – make people guard you out there. I'm with you. Yeah. All right. That's what you need to know. Presented by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. So the Dodgers. We're taking you up till 645. Dodgers-Brewers game two tonight. Dodgers get the win yesterday. So let's start with Kenley. Clinton, I'll ask you first because LZ and I talked about it during purgatory. Um, are you worried about Kenley, like officially? Yeah. I mean, I've been worried about Kenley officially for a while now um, in terms of postseason play. But I would say that confidence in him is low, not to the point that I wouldn't throw him at all, but I would be very cautious as to put myself in a high level situations by design with Kenley right now, for sure. So, if you had a choice, mm-hmm. would you want to have another starting pitcher, given the blister that Walker Bueller is dealing with, and obviously the postseason career of, of Kershaw's less than stellar, or would you rather roll with those two and find a different closer? If you I think you got to roll with those two and find find a different closer. I just, I just, I just don't think that. First of all, a guy who's in the pen who can throw. I, I mean, I realize that Kenley's velocity is not exactly what we love these days, but like a guy, pen parts are in more interchangeable to me than starters are. Um, and so, you know, Bueller to me is probably the best pitcher on the team on some level. You know, we get we can get all into this. I mean, I know Kershaw's had a good year, but like. I find another closer, and that doesn't mean that I shut Kenley down or start leaving him off postseason rosters. It just means that I, I mix it up at some point in order to make sure that I don't have to put a guy in a position that, I don't know, maybe might be in his head at some point. I, I just – look, the Dodgers are going to win games because their bats are banging people out, and if it comes down to what's happening in these situations, then maybe this team wasn't as good as we thought anyway. Um, that's that's just me, but, I, you know, I'm, I'm certainly not going to think that all of a sudden – Kenley Jansen is going to uh, turn into a guy that, frankly, they wanted him to be all along, that he hasn't been in recently. Clayton Kershaw's last two postseason starts um, haven't been great. Uh, last year, the Washington start wasn't ideal. I'm sorry, who? I, I missed I missed, I missed. missed you were referring to with that team. The who? Clayton Kershaw. 
No, his, who, uh, what, what team? What team was he facing? <laughs> oh, right. The Nationals. The Nationals. No, just just reminding America yes, who yes. you know who, who beat him last year. Well, yeah. It was easy to forget. It was such a blip. You know. Yeah. Wow. The, the Nationals. Um, and then the his start in the World Series against the Red Sox wasn't ideal either. Um, he his last good start in the postseason was the NLCS against the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, what are you seeing from Clayton Kershaw? Now, he, his velocity seems to be um, better this year than it was last year. So I, I was I was a believer that that probably was gone. Uh, I have been proven wrong. But wh- what do you make of what you're seeing from this iteration of Clayton Kershaw? I, th- I think that this was the best possible bounce back scenario, you know, because I think that Doc does not have to sort of ask himself, never mind be asked the same questions about whether or not he's just going to go to Kershaw. You remember last year when it was like, the question was, maybe he's a little bit too confident in this guy. You know, like maybe he probably should second guess himself every once in a while when he decides he wants to hand Kershaw the ball. Well, the lead up to that in the offseason would have been, you know, well, it didn't work out. You had the iconic picture of him sitting in the dugout. But if he'd come out and had a dog of a year, I mean, in that, and by that I mean a bad one, well, then by the time the playoffs got there, you would have been facing yourself with the question, well, has he totally lost it? Should we trust him for the playoffs? I think now at least you know increased velocity. He's looked pretty good. There's no real reason not to go to him except for the rest of the playoff appearances recently. So it's tough, but it's not as bad as it could have been considering how they came off the last season ended. I, I, I agree. I mean, I so – and George and I were talking about this earlier. I so desperately need him to just – get a championship yeah you, we've all been in those spaces where all-time greats have to do the yeah buts mm-hmm. and i just don't want it for him he's a good man he's a philanthropist he's he's never embarrassed us or the city or his name i think his taxes are fine like, <laughs> like hold on were you not LZ the one running over his jersey? Do I have this correct? If I remember this correctly from last Uh-oh. year, whose jersey were you running over with your car, LZ? All right, I don't like you bringing it up as if I did it more than once. I ran it over. I didn't. I wasn't running it over. I didn't. I do was it multiple just trying times. to make myself clear that that was you because I, I was a completely different person. I had apologized to him for doing so. I apologized to the Dodgers organization. <laughs> Clayton has since forgiven me for doing such. We talked about it man to man. And unlike Kyrie, I actually said it to his face. Mm. And I stood there and I took whatever criticism he had to say in response. I owned up to what I did. What did he say to you? Uh, I have it recorded, actually, so that I never forget that that moment. But basically, it was just like, we're good. No, I was just messing with you because my point was that legitimate people had concerns about what it was that, you know, was going on with his career and with his psyche. But, you know, obviously he's figured it out. So, you know, maybe he's going to be able to roll it over into this postseason. We hope so, because I'm kind of with you. I didn't as much as I like seeing the World Series champion Washington Nationals advance past the Dodgers. I certainly didn't like seeing Kershaw sitting in that daggone dugout acting like the world was going to end right in front of his eyes. That was unfortunate. So, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, Greg Bergman thinks John Smoltz hates the Dodgers. Your thoughts? John Smoltz hates the. Why would John Smoltz hate the Dodgers? That's what I said. He Bergman. He ain't one. 
Bergman Bergman believes that he is biased when watching when covering when uh, calling a Dodgers game. Bergman believes somebody else is biased. Are we are we seriously entertaining this discussion right now? Bergman is the most I am not alone and and nicely biased person I've ever met <laughs> when it comes to the Dodgers. So maybe this is an I, I can identify it yep. because I know it mm-hmm. scenario. Mm-hmm. Why would John Smoltz be biased against the Dodgers? Though? Is there some matchup from the '90s or the '80s that I don't know about that would lead him to this when he was a pitcher with the Braves or? What do you think this is about, Bergman? This is just him not liking the Dodgers, being a part of the Braves organization. <laughs> wow. He does. It, listen, it's, I'm it's not so ridiculous. I, I put up a poll. No, it's not ridiculous. You stop that right now. It's not ridiculous. I put up a poll. Eighty-six percent of the of people course. said that it was yes. Yes, he does this like yes, Dodgers. because and you put LZ up the side. poll. LZ's never on my side. No, but LZ is never on my side. LZ, never. are you on my side on this? Yes, yes, I agree. Thank you. You know, Clinton, if you do the Googles, which I did, uh-huh. you type in John Smoltz hates the Dodgers, there's actually a lot of articles out there by reputable organizations, including this one right here, the ESPNs, where people are saying, hey, what's going on with Smoltz and the Dodgers? Okay, yeah. I mean, but that's the, fine. But not, the, New York, the New York rags also say he's biased against the Yankees. Well, I, he might be. I don't know. I don't pay attention to stankies like that. But y'all are hating. Y'all are hating. Okay. Hating. Okay. So look, listen. I have to go, y'all. My brothers and sisters are yelling at me. We have a Zoom right now, and I just wanted them to know that. So like your okay. real brothers and sisters are like my real, bro- my real, yes, people. my real brothers and sisters. Okay. I'm looking at them right now, and I'm don't been don't pit them. brothers and s- brothers against brothers. Okay. They're I know. I'm like telling Kyrie you, I made them watch me on this Zoom talk yes. to you guys before <laughs> I joined the Zoom. So I just want you to know that. Well, thank you. My friend, we appreciate Very, your time. Anytime. Well. Next time, though, I want my own walk-up music. Greg, let's okay. go on that. Wow. I mean, you Does can pick work? it. Pick it, and it's I yours. Will. Okay. Okay. All Sounds right. good, guys. Talk to you All later. Right. Clinton Yates. Bye. Follow him on Twitter, at Clinton Yates. He's leaving us for his family, his uh, extended family for his real family, so we will forgive him.